0: Welcome to another episode of the YXE Sports Podcast live on the Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar Facebook page. We're also live on the YXE Sports Podcast Facebook page. Also no YXE. We are also on YouTube as well. So a uh, big hello to everybody. Ray Morrison, a big hello to you. We're finally hello? back in person at Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar. It seems like it's been forever, but here we are.
1: Yeah, we are back after uh, taking some proper precautions and going from home. We're back in the Legends Lounge. We're all socially distanced and safe, and we've got a great guest that uh, many people want to talk to as of the weekend. (laughs) We do have a great guest as well. Before we get to our guest
0: of the evening, just want to let you know that uh, there still is an opportunity to win a Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar gift certificate, so make sure that you drop a comment on the live stream and if that comment gets used, you'll be entered to win a Wenna Clark's Classic Rolimbar gift certificate. Like you said, Ray, uh, might as well address the elephant in the room. And <laughs> who better to do that than Chief Athletics Officer at the University of Saskatchewan, Mr. Dave Hardy? So he joins us via Zoom, via webcast, however you want to call it. But, anyways, Dave, uh, appreciate you taking some time with us here tonight.
2: Yeah, my pleasure, Matt. Uh, good to be with you again, Ray.
1: Good to be with you. Are you tired of me putting microphones in your face? I'm still doing it, even though we're socially distant. You just can't get away from me even virtually,
2: Dave. Only when there's good news. If there's bad news, I'd be real tired. Yeah,
0: there you go. So, Dave, why don't you kind of just take us through what the past few days have been like? Of course, uh, TSN insider Darren Drager kind of broke the news on Twitter on Saturday, and it kind of sent social media into a frenzy about Mike Babcock potentially coming to the University of Saskatchewan. Then it was finally confirmed. But uh, what have the past couple of days been like uh, for you in your world?
2: Uh, it's been real busy. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we had uh, originally hoped to announce uh, Mike as our new head coach on Tuesday. Um, and uh, it again, it is exciting news. It's not totally surprising that uh, it broke early. We had our communication plan ready and, uh, you know, we launched a little bit early. We had some internal notifications that we wanted to make in advance uh, of the announcement that we weren't able to do. But we're, we're busy scrambling and catching up with that today.
0: Kind of take us through this, uh, this process of, of what it was like. I know you were speaking to me and Ray just before we went live here. But uh, when did you first reach out to Mike and kind of what were those discussions and conversations like?
2: Well, you know, when when Dave announced his retirement, um, we knew that this would be a prime position. Uh, we knew that this was a, a prime hockey job, uh, the great job that Coach Adolf has done over the last 28 years, and 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 those before him, um, in building a strong legacy and a great program. That this would be a highly sought-after position. Um, I'm I, Ray. You would know this, and Matt maybe a little less so. Um, most of my experience has come in the basketball and, and, and football. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we, we assembled a committee to help with selection, which would include a couple of Husky alumni legends, Tim Hudson and Dave King. Yep. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you know, and, and, and others that are, are very good. Um, at the same time, I thought in the back of my mind, there are two people that would stand out so strongly as great candidates. I wouldn't need a committee. And, and uh, one was uh, Mike Babcock and the other was Dave King. Yeah. And um, so I had known Mike for some time. I taught Mike. I've known him since he's age 14. Lots of, uh, managed to stay in touch with him a little bit when I was living in Vancouver and, and Phoenix. Um, we would connect for lunches and dinners, and, etc. cetera. He's traveling with the Red Wings. I haven't seen much of him really since he joined the Leafs. but um, I knew Mike Mike has a passion for coaching. Um, I knew that part of him from our discussions. And so I took a chance and reached out to him uh, shortly after Christmas. And it was interesting, Ray, and <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> so we we so I, I get on the phone for the first time in four years and Dave Hardy and Mike back go, ah, how you doing? We get hung up a little bit, Mike, where are you? And so well, he said, I've got this great big house on a beautiful place in Michigan. I've got a ski slalom course on the lake right in front of me. I've got a couple of farms in Ohio yep. that I hunt and then sometimes lentils and sometimes beans or whatever. And I got this farm in Vanscoy and then I ski in Vail and then I'm going to Palm Desert. So this is living the life. And I said, well, Mike, I've been working for the last couple of years as an athletic director at the University of Saskatchewan. And from what you've said to me, this is likely to be a pretty short phone call. Uh, <laughs> I said, I said, you know, I said that, you know, we've got a, we've got a vacancy in our hockey position. I just wanted to check, touch base with you and see if you want to come back home and coach. And he laughed and said, no way. And, hey. and and then we we talked back and forth, and I saw there was some interest. And I got a text from him the next morning. He said, are you really serious about this? Could you really do that? <laughs> and I said, yes, I could. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, we had lots of discussions um we knew it would be an impact uh peter stoichev our president um when i said to him you know this might be a possibility it's starting to look pretty good you know peter has a relationship with him as well and phoned mike as well personally and and thought not only for husky athletics but what an impact his return to saskatoon would have on the university community uh so uh, you know that you know, we we. We had lots of discussions during the month of January, and trying to keep things quiet. Lots of things that Mike had to work out on his end. Lots of things that we had to work out on our end. Uh, again, just it, it was sort of like the perfect storm. Uh, you know, yeah. Mike still has strong relationship with the city of Saskatoon. His his in-laws both live in Lloydminster. His being back gives him the ability to to meet with them and be with them a little bit more. He's got two sisters that live here. Got yeah. friends yeah. here. Got a farm here. So it's. And of course, we had the need in Husky Athletics, so it's uh, it's just a, uh, it was a great fit.
1: You know, one of the things I, I wanted to get to, and we'll get into what uh, Mike's, your, you hope what you know a, a stay by Mike Babcock with the Huskies men's program might mean. But, but I'm interested in this uh, real quick here, Dave, and that is the fact that they're looking for a replacement for you. It's been well documented that the chief athletics officer position is open at the university of Saskatchewan. So when this came about, I mean, even I, like, I didn't think that you would at all be the person that would be doing the hiring for this, just because I thought that you were going to be kind of putting the new CAO in place and then, and then retiring. So uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about that, how that's kind of, come together under your watch when the position that you're in has actually been posted yeah. and listed, you know, that's, it's been, it's been interesting to watch.
2: Yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah. It's been interesting from my vantage point as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think, you know, the, 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 search is on for a new CAO. You know, I, I kind of said when I retired, uh, I, I'm going to be the last guy to turn the lights out uh,
1: mm-hmm. on the
2: last day, whenever that is. And, and, uh, and so I know the search is going on, is ongoing. I, I think I couldn't begin to tell you exactly when it's going to end. Um, I, I, so I, it just, this this is a job that had to be done now. Um, at one time I thought perhaps that new person might be in position to make this decision. Yeah. Um, but, but that hasn't happened. The timing hasn't happened. Um, so we'll just continue on. I, I yeah, you know, and quite <laughs> frankly, and I think we can probably all agree to this, is that if anybody had the opportunity to hire Mike Babcock as their head coach, I think they would jump at that opportunity. Absolutely. And particularly, and particularly do, so I don't, think, I don't think I'm stealing anybody's thunder.
0: <laughs> what has, um, there's been a lot of talk about what Mike's tenure is going to look like here at the University of Saskatchewan. Uh, could you kind of just take us through what you know, how long Mike is going to be here um, and, and kind of what that's going to look like because there's been some rumors out there and some articles saying that he's going to hire an assistant coach and that assistant coach is going to kind of take over in a few seasons. So uh, can you kind of just shed some light on on that part of the situation?
2: Yeah, when we when Mike and I first began talking, we were talking about a two-year commitment. Two-year commitment will take him to the end of his leave contract. You know, on the back of the minds, he and his wife Marina thought, well, ah, age 60, we'll retire. That would kind of coincide. That might happen or it might not happen. Um, you know, he's, he's made a verbal commitment of, 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 of two years, but he wanted to do it in one year increments to determine what it's like, what it feels like here back in, in Saskatoon. So uh, we're anticipating, we're hopeful for two years, perhaps even more. Um, we're prepared that it could be one year. You know, Mike's uh, still in demand as an NHL coach. I don't think personally uh, he's ready, nor his wife, uh, ready for those 100-hour weeks anymore anymore. So I think this provides him with the best of both worlds as a family uh, to work in this kind of environment. So I'm hopeful that he will find it as rewarding um, in the future that he has in the past. You know, I mean, he identified his work at at, at, at Lethbridge when he coached in what was at 83 As some of his best work yeah. um, and, and how much he enjoyed that. So I know you turn the clock forward quite a bit, but and Mike has always, in my conversations, Mike has always enjoyed working with younger players. And I think the allure to work with these young men um, and, and and help develop these young men and student athletes is is a real is a real lure to him. So, with respect to that, you know, because Mike is serving as a volunteer, um, and and with yeah, he he's serving as a volunteer, yeah, and, wow. and his work in the past has put him in a position where he can do that. And so, what 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 Husky Athletics and Husky Hockey plans are is to, with our selection committee that was after a after a full-time head coach, we're going to repurpose that committee to find a full-time associate head coach that will work with Mike. Mike will be part of that process, but ultimately that decision is going to be made by the university. So it's, it's hopeful, we're hopeful, Ray, that that, that person, have, having worked with Mike with one, two, or three years, would right. be in a position to take over the head coach position when Mike decided to retire from Husky Hockey.
1: And and that's a great point. I, I I guess what many of us, including me, are wondering, Dave, is uh, you know, Mike is we know Mike Babcock, and he's going to do it Mike Babcock's way, and and that's and that's great. You need somebody that's going to take charge at a time of transition. But what he's done after one year, two years, three years, what do you hope? the legacy is, or what do you hope the remnants of that program is after, you know, a quarter of a century of Dave Adolf? Like, is there, is there something in, in your mind or in the committee's mind that says, we'd like the program to look like this after he leaves. And and what are some of those parameters and maybe things you're kind of looking for?
2: You know, it's, we talked about following earlier before it's tough following Dave Adolf. What a, what a legacy he's left. Absolutely. Behind yep. Five straight national championship appearances. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think, and Dave would be one to admit this: the, the the albatross, or the monkey, or the gorilla, or whatever it is, is is the, is the inability to go a little bit further into the national championships, and so it's hard to win. Like it really is hard to yep. win. There's only one and, winner, and, right? Yeah, it's really hard to win at that level, and it doesn't diminish from the program. I think what 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 our hope is is that M- Mike has a Mike has a history of winning that we might push that envelope just a little bit. I think, as much as anything, Mike's goal is to be able to, to work and mentor uh, and work with a, a, a younger coach that will be able to take off the program and ensure the continued success of that program. Like, if you take a look at our men's hockey program, I, and I know there's lots of other programs that we've had that do really well, but over the over the period of time uh, for sustained success, boy, that's hard to match. Yeah, um, yeah. I think everybody that's played in the program, coaching, everybody that's coaching the program would say, gee, I wish we would have won a national championship or two. You know, that would have been the crown jewel, as it were. There's no guarantee that Mike will do that. You know, there's, there's no guarantee of that. Um, I think as much as impact that Mike will have on our hockey program, I think he'll have a significant impact on our university community. And on our community as a whole. Now, Mike has been a solid advocate for Children's Hospital, the Jim Pattison Children's Hospital. I think his presence here will enhance that support. He's been a strong support for mental health and raising funds for that. It, you know, I think this gives him a chance to give his voice back to mental health, which is a serious, which which will help our university community, yeah. which will help our, our our Saskatoon and our provincial uh, uh, community. So. You know, Mike's also indicated a strong desire to work within the university in leadership, uh, working with the different colleges and lending his skills and his knowledge in those regards as well. So I think I think his impact at the university will go beyond Husky Athletics, and, it will, and his impact will go beyond the university.
1: And then that's the interesting point that I was making earlier today. You know, this university now has the women's Olympic basketball coach. You've got a football hall of favor, and now you've got a hockey coach that's that's one at every level. And I guess, yeah. you know, beyond hockey, uh what what do you see as an opportunity with with that sort of acumen with on campus? Yeah, I
2: you know, I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the Husky staff, how, how Mike interacts with the rest of the Husky staff. Yeah. Understand, Mike is just a Saskatchewan guy. Yep. You know, he's, he's just a Saskatchewan. He just wants to be treated normal. And, and I'm hopeful that, you know, that formal or informal interactions with other members of the staff that will tap into each other's strengths. You know, we've got, aside from those that you know, that you've met, we have other great coaches. We've got a track and field coach, a pan coach. You yep, know, we've absolutely. got, you know, we've got, yeah. We've got great coaches. Yep. Yeah, we just, have, we, we really
1: do. <laughs> yeah. There's no question about that, Matt. Of
0: course we are live at Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar. We're finally back in person. We have Dave Hardy, chief athletics officer with us talking about the uh, news of Mike Babcock and uh, another note of uh, considering hockey. Uh, the WHL is back. Of course, Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar and the Saskatoon Blades have teamed up again wow. this year. So Details on that are to follow. Make sure that you're keeping track and tabs on the Wendell Clark's social media platforms for more information on that. But the Western Hockey League is back. And, of course, the Saskatoon Blades are partnering up with Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar on Idlewild and Circle Drive. I think Dave uh, has pretty well done a fantastic job of covering everything that you and I kind of uh, had to, uh, you know, kind of wanted to know. Dave, you brought up an interesting point about how this kind of uh, impacts the entire university, or you're hopeful that this impacts the entire university. So I'm going to assume that the the majority of that news has been quite positive, positive as it relates to the rest of the university and the campus, having a guy like Mike Babcock just being here back in Saskatoon.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the elephant in the room, you know, there are there issues the way that Mike left the NHL. And he, he he's addressed those. Um, he's addressed those uh, in print form. He's addressed those electronically with NDC. We're real comfortable with that. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that uh, overwhelmingly the local support, it, it, it has been overwhelmingly support from a local perspective. When you get in those Twitter accounts, there's there's you know there's the people in New Jersey that have never heard of the University of Saskatchewan, and, yep. and you know, and we get we get nailed for that. And those are <laughs> people that those are people that don't know Mike Babcock. I know Mike Babcock. I know his family. Um, Peter knows Mike Babcock. Peter knows his family. Uh, we're real comfortable and confident that that um, the, the, the 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 university community is will be very receptive uh, to Mike's coming on board and excited. And we've heard nothing to the contrary. Right.
1: Do you, do, what do you think the challenges will be with regards to the culture change of academia and athletics versus the National Hockey League?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, Mike's a smart guy. You, yep. I mean, yeah, Mike's a smart guy. And yep. uh, and so, you know, the, the thing of it is, is, you know, when we did develop the profile of selection, what are we looking for? Well, we're looking for somebody that's got a university. We're looking for somebody that has youth sports experience. We're looking for somebody that can recruit. Because maybe in the WHL or the NHL you're not recruiting the same way. So Mike, Mike checks all the boxes. You you have to understand that he was a U Sports athlete. He's uh he's he's got he's got a made in Saskatchewan label on his back. Um, he is a Husky alumni. He's a U Sask alumni. Um, he is uh, he is a, a just a a, a, a a great fit. right? I I think yeah. that uh, he, I I just think he checks all the boxes in terms of what he does. He'll. Uh, he he will he embraces the student athlete concept. His, his, his son and daughter were both NCAA student athletes. He gets he gets it. Um, and and I think you know when you're ambitious as Mike is, and you work your way up the ladder, you go through. I mean, you follow your way up, and you get to the NHL, and that's different business than coaching here. Yep. So sure, uh, Mike is. Like the questions that we've had in in, in three or four days in terms of what he he assumes nothing. He comes in, I think, a little nervous um, and wanting and eager to learn about how, what, just tell me what you have to, tell me what I have to do. So he's not not coming in and saying, I need this, I need that. He's coming in and saying, what do I need to do? How can we do this? and well, he's one not.
1: of the first things he can do is look up his name on the donor wall because he yeah. uh, he wrote a check for the new beautiful Merlis Belcher place to help get that going.
2: So that's, yeah. uh,
1: and you already know, that's a sense of pride, right, Dave, because of that.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, yeah, the exciting, we the interesting thing that Merlis Belcher place, um, Merlis Belcher place was take went to the field hospital before we had a chance even to do some virtual tours to be able to show student athletes and, and in this instance, coaches, but, you know, I think we've got some stills and a few things about Murdoch Spelger Place. And I think it's 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 one of the things um, that puts us likely ahead. I don't think there's any Alberta listeners uh, that puts us probably ahead of the University of Alberta. Yeah, they there. I mean, that's a great program. Don't get me wrong. But um, boy, if I were if I were in a coaching position, I'd look at where do I go. These are great programs. UNB is great. University yeah. of Saskatchewan great. University of Alberta's great programs. Uh, competitive wise, but boy, the facilities that you have here and the opportunity that you have here, that. and well, good stuff. Well, I think Mike's, about. Uh, I was, I was just going to say,
0: Mike's not completely green to the university level. Of course, he did coach the University of Lethbridge, albeit it was a number of years ago. He's coached some junior players uh, when he was in Spokane. So, did that kind of previous experience factor into your decision? The previous experience that he has with younger players. Factor into your decision at all, or
2: or not really? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, my my discussions with with Mike, we would he knew at a different level. I was coached, and we would talk back and forth. And, um, you know, he 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 talked about the satisfaction they got with coaching younger players. Um, you know, it, it, and I think it's true in the NHL, it gets to be a grind. Um, it's remarkable he was in Detroit for ten years. You look at the tenure just. That doesn't happen very often, and it gets challenging to manage uh, players. Um, it gets it gets challenging to man- manage professional players that are making big contracts and big money and want ice time and want power play time. It's a different it's a different beast. So I think he pretty much enjoys. I think one of the things that was is really attractive to him, and you forget this in all other areas of hockey, elite hockey, is that the ratio of practice to games at the college. If you're a teacher. Can there be a better
1: place to be? Yeah, no. Twenty-four games a year, practice, yeah. teach. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and you talk about your passion when you're in that culture. I mean, there's probably nothing better, right? I mean, yeah. there's there's, yeah. there's basically that. I've talked to a lot of university coaches about this, Dave. Now that you bring it up, it's interesting. I don't think we have a time limit that we have to get off. But one of the things, one of the things, is the fact that you know just the job security and everything that goes into coaching at a university level that kind of appeals to a university student's passion when they kind of get into athletics, it can be a really rewarding situation. And that's part of the reason why you see a guy like uh, Claire Drake or Dave Adolph make their name as stars in CIS sports, as opposed to, or U sports, as opposed to you know those coaches that bounce around from junior to the AHL to the NHL because there's there's a great deal of of uh, of a rewarding feeling to that
2: yeah it's a, you know i think the life of a comes through this search process the life of a life of a hockey, coach, a hockey coach can be pretty challenging yep. and probably uh, you know the university level gives you the most stability um, and 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 an opportunity to live a life approaching normalcy um, It was some security for your family, you're not moving schools for your kids every two, uh, (laughs) coming every, every, every two years. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's been a bit of an eye opener for me to look at the career paths of some of the people that are interested in this position.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Well, that's great.
0: Well, Dave, uh, like you said, thanks so much for, for taking some time out of your Monday night to join us. Obviously, huge, huge news that the U.S. Uh, Huskies have hired Mike Babcock uh, as their head coach for their men's hockey team, and a lot of that was because of you. So yeah. congratulations on the hire. After all yeah. these
1: years as well, Dave, thanks for taking my call. I wasn't sure if you were going to. I was on the fence about that, and I've got you and Matt, two Holy Cross guys against the Evan Hardy guys. I, I
2: think you changed your name. It was actually Mike Babcock that appeared when you called. That's what I <laughs>
1: I have to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. Yeah, good stuff. I appreciate this, Dave. Thanks so yeah, much. Thank you guys. Right. Take care. That's right. Okay. Take
2: care.
1: Um, All
0: right, Dave Hardy, of course, chief uh, athletics officer of the University of uh, Saskatchewan and and yeah, such a big hire for
1: for for uh
0: the University of Saskatchewan Huskies. So, oh, no question. Yeah. So, and well, I think that pretty much wraps up our time for today, too. Yeah, no, it's I, it's. Uh, I, I it's, did have it, some NHL notes, and those two NHL notes were the Flames and the Canadians are sliding on a downhill spiral, and the Leafs and the Oilers are staying atop of the division. So as long as the Leafs are number one, that's really all I care about in terms of the uh, North Division. Yep,
1: yeah, there you go. No, it's good. Yeah, no, Montreal's <laughs> running around in their own end a little bit, and then <laughs> yeah. overtime, it was like they had cement in their skates against yeah. Ottawa the other night. But ah, uh, uh. well. Yeah. Maybe maybe things will change when we... This year doesn't finish. even matter anyways, right? No, right, exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Big sure. thanks to everybody that uh, tuned in. Of course, uh, we do have one more order of business to get to. The Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar gift card it goes to Joe Peterson. He had a comment earlier about how he loved Mike Babcock in Detroit. Red Wings fan myself. So excited to see Mike back in town is what Joe said. So, Joe, make sure you get a hold of us. Uh, Facebook Messenger, email. Uh whatever your preferred method of contact information is. And
1: I saw something else. I were wondering if Wendell's gonna have a Babcock burger right. in, yeah. in here. So. Yeah, we'll have to talk to Doyle about we'll have that. To get Doyle on right. That. Maybe
0: and, Doyle yeah. and Mike could team up for a Babcock <laughs> burger. So
1: yeah, for sure. That would be That's awesome.
0: Good. A big thanks to everybody that tuned in today. Of course it's good to be back. Of course we were gone last week, but uh, we should be back next week as well. So a big thanks to everybody that listened and tuned in to the webcast and a big thanks to everybody that listened to the audio version of this podcast as well.